Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Radio. Today is March 31st, 2022. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Radio News has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, you have never asked the question um, in this forum, please let our team know. You need to put your camera on. You need to let our team know that you're a newcomer. Thank you. GHS. You have to unmute yourself, JHS. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Now, now I can. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Go ahead. Hello? I can. Go ahead, sir. Uh, One second. Hello? I can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, see... uh, in October 2020, I did uh, f- f- do my concurrent filing and uh, I did get my uh, I-140 approved uh, like 20 days ago and I got my EAD. Mm-hmm. Uh, now uh, with EB2, and this is in EB3, so I downgraded, it's in EB3. Now EB2 dates uh, becoming current uh, and I have my priority date of uh, June of 2014, when the dates come along, uh, uh, like now, I, I I was planning of refiling the uh, refiling and upgrading it to EB2. Now, mm-hmm. I want to know like once, now that approval will again take me around 12 months, 13 months, whatever it takes. And then EB3 becomes current again. So do I have to downgrade again? So there are two words you used. One is you want to upgrade to EB2 and refile. Which one right, are you right. doing? It? Uh, okay. Two different steps. Upgrading is filing a 485J supplement okay. and okay. refiling is filing the entire application again. Which one are you taking? Yeah, I'm doing a, a, a refiling. If you're doing refiling, if the EB3 moves forward, you don't have to do anything. You're already in both lines. Okay. Okay. So it's only once that you do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Next person, please. Ganesh. Yeah. Uh, hello. Can you hear me? Yes. <clears throat> Ganesh. Uh, hi, sir. Uh, so my my question is regarding the H1B actually. Uh, so my wife's H1B got picked uh, and we got to know that just a couple of days ago. Uh, the only thing is uh, 
she was working in a company A and now she just moved to company B on literally on Monday. Um, but uh, her H1B got picked from company A and the company B did not get picked. Uh, but company A is actually, uh, she left on really good terms. Um, so uh, they were willing to support her uh, for her H1B if that's... Uh, uh, but if, is the if, company uh, A, is, it a pro- is there a project for her? It's a it's a full time company actually. So she she uh, she just got into a new company um, and uh, but company A's H one B just got picked. But because at that time registrations were open, uh, even she did not know that she had the offer from B or whatever it is. So B so filed it as why future. can't why can't she go and join company A again? Can she join company A? She can, but like now she's with company B, right? She's on OPT right now. So what, uh, what's the situation? Here? Company, like, a, what company she... a can file the for it. Uh, sorry, company A can file the, uh, company A can file the, uh, company A can file the H1B if there is a job H1... offer open for her. The, okay. Even so not, there is, even though she's not working for company A. Oh, it's not. Uh, and uh, can she transfer now that she's working in company B? Can she transfer that uh, before October first? Which one? Transfer the H one B lottery to company B? To company B, not the lottery. After the approved H one. It's not advisable to do that though, because the USCIS okay. may think that you did fraud. Okay. okay. So the because she is in company B right now, it's advisable to her. To, for her to simply go back to company A and start working. That's better. Whether it's now or later on, she should do that. Okay. Uh, that, that's one last question. As you said, later on is, can she continue in company B until sometime, go back to company A by October 1st or whenever? Because yeah, that would be ideal. Ready. That would be ideal. And then maybe come back later on after working there for after, a couple of After so. working a couple of months, she can do company C, company D, she can do whatever she wants to. Whatever she wants. Okay. So as of now, you would suggest, uh, uh, you, you, I mean, as, as of now, company A can process the application. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's perfect. Next Thank person. you, sir. Harika? Harika? Anup? Hello? Yes, Anup. Uh, hi, th- thanks for taking time. Uh, my question is uh, fairly straightforward. I received my green card um, in October last year. <clears throat> uh, it was EB1B. Uh, and my background is in mechanical engineering. So my PhD research and everything was in mechanical engineering. And <clears throat> now I have an offer which is in the field of data science machine learning uh, for an e-commerce company. So I wanted to know if changing... You can flip a burger in McDonald's. Okay. But will it cause any problem during citizenship application? In no, sir. Absolutely not. Okay. So I'm basically free bird in terms of which career I choose from now on. Yeah. You can be completely unemployed too if you want. Next okay. question. Perfect. Thank you. Pratiban. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Hello, sir. 
So my question is uh, regarding H1B and L1. I initially joined, I, I got my H1B approved in 2014 and I, I was in the US from Jan 2015 till March of 2018 for about three what, years. That you came on 2014 L1? No, uh, H1B. H1. So 2015 okay. to 18 of March, I was in H1B and then my amendment got denied. So I went back to India, uh, stayed abroad for more than a year. And then I came back in L1A in 2019, June of 2019. So I'm still in the US, uh, close to three years in L1A. Uh, my question is, I, I got my H1B lottery for uh, 23 picked. And also, I, I believe I do have the option of uh, going back to my old H1B also, right? And yeah. okay. Now, um, Uh, old H1B. The remaining period of H1B. Is it still workable? It's a little bit debatable though, because when we go back to the old H1B, they tell that all your period will count though. So we don't know if they would count the L1 period also. We definitely know that the 2015 to 2018 period will be counted. Mm -hmm. We don't know if they're going to count the L1A period, though, even though there was a one-year absence outside the country. Right. Okay. And this new H1B lottery that got picked, will I have the six years or it will include the L1A period? That I'm It will include the L1A period. L1A and H1B period will always be counted together. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Why can't you file an I-140? It's, I'm a full-time employee of a company, so... <laughs> well, you need to, you need to choose your... You need to, you know, right now IT is in a very high demand. You may want to consider that. Yeah. Once you get this H1B, you move on. You may have to move out of this company because they're doing a lot of dramas with you. Next person, please. Thank you. Anand? If you're a newcomer, you have to have your camera on, guys. Thank you for taking my question, Rahul. Uh, so I have a question regarding refiling of I-485 and my... Mm -hmm is that my priority date is uh, February 23rd, 2014, sorry. And, and uh, I have uh, I have used my advanced parole to re-enter United States in uh, uh, 2021, last year. So am I eligible mm -hmm. to, to uh, refile my uh, I-485 in EV? Um, you are in adjustment mm -hmm. of status. The rule says that you have to be a non-immigrant status to apply for the 4 application. Is your H-1B still valid? Uh, it's valid, but I do not have a visa. Until what time is it valid? Uh, 2023, September. Well, you can do one thing. I mean, you can just go to Mexico and come back on H-1. Okay. So just by entering on advanced parole, I'm not maintaining my non-immigrant status. That's what you're saying? That is, that is, that is, there is a debate about it. That whether or not, because they say that you can extend the H-1B. If you're able to extend the H-1B, are you non-immigrant status? So I don't want to test it two years down the line, three years down the line. Then the officer says, I'll deny it. And then you'll be Nagarka Gatka. I would just make a trip to Mexico. Okay. And get the stamping done. and then You don't need stamping. Oh, okay. Just come back on H-1. Okay. That's right. Okay. And then I can file for 485. That's right. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Ethan. Thank you. Can you hear me? Yes. 
I need to file for RFU for medical I-693. So can I club all four into one envelope? And the, uh, they all came thing... from the same addresses, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can. So the problem is that with the I-693 form is expiring today. And my medical doctor appointment is tomorrow. So No, no, that's what okay. Do... Don't ignore that form expiration. It doesn't have okay. any meaning. You're okay. fine. Yeah. So you were just concerned. Okay, I will file all four RFN together. Thank you. Sure. Next person, please. AS. Hey, hi, Rahul. Thank you for accepting my call. Sure. Uh, uh, when H1B, if uh, it is getting transferred to new employer, what will happen to the uh, spouse H4 EAD? Do we need to refile uh, that H4 EAD? When is your wife's H4 EAD expiring? In 2024, with the current employer H1. Yeah, you don't have to, she can continue working, okay? Okay. But I would advise to refile the H4 plus EAD right now because it's taking a long time sometimes though. No, I, that I understand, but uh, am I obligated to uh, refile H4 EAD considering the fact no. that my current H1 No, she, she can work until, she can stay and work until 2024. Oh, okay. And then uh, I can re uh, renew uh, with the new H1, right. right? That's right. You can do that. So even if my H1 get transferred to a new company, I need not to uh, refile or renew her H1. H4 Only until 2024. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So, and one more question, one. Rahul. Uh, mm -hmm. About education uh, evaluation. So my new company asking for education evaluation and my current company is not giving me that document as they say it's a company property. So it's what just $150 it will cost you. So I can do by myself? Yeah, I mean, no, not by yourself. You can go to our line. We'll go to park evaluations. So they will do it okay. for you. Park okay. evaluations. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, oh, uh, you, can have, you can have your current company. The lawyers have their own evaluations there is a different uh, uh there is a different price that they have it um no Rahul, my question is different so uh, uh i can do by myself like spending from my pocket or my new employer has to do it as my current employer oh, is not anybody can do it you are you can do it they can do it anybody can do it i can do it. you can. can do it everybody can do it okay sure i think i'm good now thank you so very much Rohit Joshi. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for accepting my call. I have one question. So last year, I I got my extension H1 and H4, and that was extended till 2023. In mm -hmm. December, I changed my employer. And at that time, I filed only H1 transfer because my wife supposed to go to India and she can take my H1 approval, H1 mm -hmm. uh, transfer, and she can go for visa interview. So the thing is, she went to visa interview for Dropbox. She got 221G and asked to appear for interview. Uh, in interview, they issued 214B. And, but that time they said like they need some more time to process the case and kept her passport with them. And after three days, we received email with a questionnaire asking to fill up like last 15 year of addresses where she lived in. And we submitted that everything in January and it's almost more than 
70 days, 70, 75 days, we have not heard anything back from them. Is there any way we can expedite the process for this? Yes. Is, why, what's the reason why they are doubting so much? Did you check your Facebook and your wife's Facebook? Uh, yeah, we are not that much socially active on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Did you say you are married on the Facebook or you're a single guy? Oh, no. Uh, we have been married for like six years now. And we have two years son who is US citizen, two and a half years. Okay. Uh, there is nothing that we could do to expedite. You have to file a federal court case if you want to. That's the only thing that I can think about. Okay. Okay. So is it the usual time to take so much for H4? Yeah, she is not even working. She is completely dependent. She doesn't that's, that's definitely very hard. That's definitely very hard for H4. So, I mean, I understand for F1s and H1s, but for uh, for uh, for H4s, that's very hard. Okay. 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 Yeah, Next I, I may, may consult you in future if I require. If you, if you want to, it's going to be Stephen Brown in our office if you want to consult. Okay. Okay, sure. Thank you. Amrut Bhatt. Uh, hi, uh, I'm asking on behalf of my wife. Sure. Uh, so, uh, situation is uh, she has her H4 EAD expiring on this April 7th, and I have my H1B approved for H4 and H4 EAD still yet to approve. And uh, we have the, uh, we see that there is a 180-day rule extension. Uh, how can she get that? She has to go to Mexico and come back. Okay. Does she need have any stamping or just? No, she doesn't need any stamping to come back into the United States. Um, and she has to go before April 7th and come back before April 7th. Okay, with my H1B approval. Right, right. And okay. you can watch this video that I'm sending you right now. Okay, sure. And if you couldn't go there, so uh, uh, she can't work after? No, she cannot work. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Pranit? If you're a newcomer, let our team know, guys, and put your camera on. Pranit, go ahead. Hey, Rahul, thanks for taking my question. Uh, this is regarding my spouse. Um, I had a conversation earlier with you on her I-94 uh, status. Uh, she went to India and came back. Everything went well. So my question is, like, when we are filing for extension, do we need to mention her out-of-status in Form I-539? When she went to India and came back, yes, right? Yes. She got the stamping in India? We already have stamping. It's just like her. I-94, they already extended that 94. Let me not answer you the question, though. Okay? Mm -hmm. But if I were her, I would not do any... I would not answer anything odd in there. Okay? Okay. Okay. Next person, please. TD? Yeah, hi. Hi, sir. Uh, mine is a straight uh, EB2 with the priority date 2010. Never changed my employer in the past 15 years. And I filed my 485 back in July 2021. Received all the receipts except 
485J from National Benefit Center. And for 485J, I received from, after nine months, I received from Nebraska. So what does it mean? Is it, does it mean that Nebraska is processing my um, 485J and am I close to getting my approval? And the reason for that is uh, I got an offer. Is it advisable to file the 485J immediately while for 485, when I immediately after joining the new company? Or should I hold off for an RFE? I don't know. It's very odd that the 485J receipt not to come from Nebraska Service Center. You can file a freedom of information, try to see what is going on on your application. It takes about 15 to 20 days, though. It's free. It's, uh, I'm going to send you the link where you can file it, though. Uh, okay. With regards to when you move from one company to another company, though, we used to have the opinion that please do file the 485J supplement, but we're changing our opinion now because previously the officers were not aware that you can change the company, but they're well aware that you can change the company though. So I'm okay if you don't file the 485J immediately. Okay, so it doesn't make a difference even if I submit after getting an RFE or a call for interview. Yeah, yeah, that is right. It doesn't okay. make a difference. And, and if the SOC code and the job duties exactly match and the company is genuine? No jobs will exactly match, guys. Every single day, I do conduct 10 years, I've been conducting Zoom conference or conference calls. Do I speak the same thing every single day? Repeat the same thing like a recording? The job duties will change, guys. It will not be the same, okay? It must be the similar profession. It is not the same job duties. Okay, okay, all right, yeah, thank you. That's all I have. And the, the, and the, and the, and the SOC code does not have to perfectly match. Some yeah, of the SOC uh, codes, when you file for the uh, labor certification doesn't even exist right now. Yeah, the only thing somewhere I read in some other forum that the first five codes should match the last, the sixth one, even if it is not a match, that's okay. As long as you're in the same profession, you're in good shape. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's all I have. Next person. Govind Swami. Yeah. Hi, Raghul. Uh, I'm an EB3 and my prior date is September 2013. I got my EAD and uh, my h one expires in September 22. And uh, my company is uh, asking me to renew the H1B. You know, but I know the question is, I live in Dallas. My work is location is in Austin, you know. Uh, almost I worked like this for the last 10 years, you know, uh, my work location is always in Austin, but I traveled there. So now uh, my company is offering a remote, um, you know, complete permanent remote uh, work. So if I go with the H1B, right, uh, probably they need to new LCA to work my work, right? So will it, will it impact my GC or, um, or I need to go back to Austin to work? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Now, um, but you have been traveling to Austin all these years. Yes, yeah. Just because now you change to a different location, your green card is not going to be affected. Okay, okay. Even if I go with the H1B, right? Okay. Even if you go with the H1B, if you now change the location, okay. that's the magic word. If you have changed it previously, it may affect your green card, but you're telling that you've been traveling to Austin all along. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then you're fine. Okay. Then also another question, right? Um, since I go in H1B, my wife and daughter, they got EAD as well. So they can work in um, EAD and they can travel they with can. EAD, right? They can work on EAD. 
I don't know why they are doing H1B for you. Okay, so I can stick with the EAD, I can work remotely then. If I go with the EAD uh, without H1, I can work remotely? Yeah, absolutely, you can. Okay, sir. Thank you, Thank you Raghu. Next person, please. KD. Uh, I cannot hear you clearly, ma'am. Are you able to hear me? Better, a little bit better. Go ahead. Uh, so, I got a full-time job at Microsoft. And does address on the pay steps matter for H1B transfer? Because out of two latest pay steps, one of my pay steps has different state address than my LCA. But taxes were deducted for the state, same state as LCA. They may always, they can issue an RFP though. They can issue RFP on it. Why your address is different. But like that other gentleman, he may be staying in the weekends in that address and then he may be traveling to Austin frequently. But they may also ask evidence for that, that you've been traveling to, let's say for example, your house address is Dallas and then you've been traveling to Austin. They may ask evidence for that. I'm, I'm planning to wait for one more pay stub, which will be which will have the same state address as LCA. So if the state address is same as LCA, that will be fine, right? That won't cause any that'll issue. Be that, will, that will be much better now. Okay. Thank you, sir. And also, like, two pay stubs are enough for H1B transfer or three are required? Two pay stubs are enough. Which are issued bi-weekly. Yeah, two pay stubs are enough. Oh, thank you, sir. Next person, please. Ravinder. Hey, hi. Um, thank you for taking time out. Um, I have two questions. First one is, can I be on H1B and my spouse can work on the GCEAD? Yes. Okay. And the second one is that um, we filed, we got the EB3 GCEAD and I did a refiling for EB2 GC. So, can she switch over between EB3 EAD and EB2 EAD? We, we, there is a 10% risk that if she has used the EB3 EAD, there is a 10% risk that they may create a problem for EB2. Um, but yeah, she can switch from EB3 to EB2 EAD. Okay. So what could be that issue in the worst scenario? We don't know. We haven't faced it. Oh, what okay. that issue will be, we haven't faced it. We're just estimating that there may be a problem. We have not faced it yet. Okay. Uh, thank you. That's all I have. Next person, please. Sagar. Sagar. Sagar, we are unable to hear you. Let's go to the next one. Kuzafi. Hi, Raul. I have uh, uh, my wife's I-94 is expired and uh, we wanted to visit Laredo, Laredo Water, but uh, I want to know if uh, 
I can take my kids no, along with me because no. they also have the identity, identity for expired. We do not recommend going to anywhere. So what, what oh. option do we have? Because the, uh, my wife's EAD is expiring as well. I know you could have, uh, there's nothing I have right now. Wait until the H4 is approved. So, so it means do we need to wait for the H4 approval, H4 and That's right. approval? H4 and EAD approval, right. But, but we sent, I mean, uh, we applied for it's more than six months ago now, but we haven't received I know, it. I know that but there's nothing I can do for it. Uh, hello, Rahul, sorry. So, uh, sorry for interrupting in between. Actually, my I-94 is expiring next month. It has not yet expired yet. He said it's expired. No, uh, I think he's confused. So, it, it is about to expire next month. And my kid's I-94 is also about to expire next month. So should I take my kids along with me to get the I-94 extension? Um, yeah, it's better that you take your kids. The kids are born in India, is right? Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. The reason why you have to take the kids is because they may deny your H-4 when you go and come back. Okay? Yes. And when they deny it, since they are the dependents, they may deny your kids H-4. So that's the reason it's better. It's better that you take them with you. Okay. And in case if they don't uh, get the extension, uh, if I come back, can I apply uh, for the H4 extension for my kids? Is it possible to do that? Because I've already applied. Wait, 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 wait. If you go to Laredo and they but, don't extend the I-94. Or for the kids. But if, oh, they, if, they, extend it, if they extend it for you, they'll extend it for the kids too. Okay, okay. If by any chance they don't, you can file the H4 extension for them again. Okay, for just for the kids, right? Leaving yeah. me and... Yeah, um, because you're filing within the time you're I need to for expiring. They can file the extension. I don't see any problem in it. Okay, and when I come back from the border, if I get the I need for extension for all, all three of us, then uh, I can just apply again for the H4 EAD. Thinking you don't that need to. You already applied. You don't need to. But what if they deny? They won't. We have not seen a denial of that. They won't deny it. Okay. Okay. Uh, you got it. You yeah. can file if you want to, but it's waste of time. Okay, because I, I just saw a post a few days ago on the Facebook, and then uh, uh, one of the persons said that um, since they traveled out of the country, their H4 and H4 EAD got denied. That happens if you are moving from OPT to H4. Then they will deny the H4 and EAD though. But if you're actually moving from H4, H4 to H4 extension, they will not deny. You see the oh. point? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Next person, please. Okay. And this will be the last person, guys. I have another conference call at uh, 1230. 12 o'clock, sorry. Hi, Rahul. Yes, go ahead. Uh, super quick question. I'm on my H-1B and uh, it's, the six-year period is going to end next year by September. So mm -hmm. my company hasn't filed for my I-140. So yeah, uh, and my husband has his I-140 approved. So can How I... How long he has a I-140 approved? Uh, I think his, his date was in 2017. What were you doing? Why could not you file the H4 plus EAD so long ago? Yeah, I was just doing my own job and uh, so... Uh, no, file wait, it I... today. Today. Okay. And how long is it going to take? That's the point. 
that may uh-huh. take anywhere between 4 months to 12 months is that a premium nope no premium so i have to uh, quit working here and then apply for that do the do it today so i have to step out of from from my h1 so i cannot work no right no, no 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 oh, okay. if you apply for the h4 plus ead mm-hmm. you can continue working on your h1b until september okay in september you have to quit working mm-hmm. if you don't get the h4 plus ead okay okay it's the next year september what i'm speaking next year even if it's next year september file it right now when is your husband's okay. h1b expiring uh i think it's about the same time next year september but he is on his extension fi- so yeah yeah i would still file the h4 procedure right now okay and just in case if i get that approved and if i move can i come back on my h1 if i have any gap can, left out you can come back on okay. h1 and you can okay. even file a i1 uh, i140 and labor while you are on h4 ead also okay great thank you thank you guys the next conference call will be tomorrow um at uh, 3:30 thank you guys for coming in sorry we couldn't take all the people thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day